1: What you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous.
0: Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Yeah, we're full clip. Um, as opposed to an hour ago when we were sitting at Jabo's
1: half clipped half clipped just half clipped yeah i was not i was so mad
0: um i've seen you mad before yeah (laughs) but that was that was was kind of that was different i was mad um i don't like i know we're not a sports podcast
1: no but i don't like injustice
0: i don't like injustice either we're gonna talk justice this yes, week Yes. We're going to talk.
1: Mad, uh, oh, we're going to talk. Mad justice. We're going to talk
0: week. next level kind of justice. Karmic, cosmic, wonderful
1: cosmic justice,
0: universal payback. <laughs> yeah, man, happens to people sometimes.
1: So, so we had a we had a little we had a little thing that we did one time. At least in theory, that we did in our heads, talking, being bad people together. And it, was, <laughs> it was called the handsome boy. Brunch.
0: Handsome boy. Yeah, it was going to be the handsome boy brunch. And we're going to make This food. was post. This was pre-Sean. Pre-Sean. But po- post Hans and Doug.
1: Post knuckle dicks. We were looking.
0: Yeah. We were looking for a new uh, way to go forward. A new steez. Yeah. And,
1: and we were thinking handsome boy brunch. Boy, sounds great. Never happened. We jumped right back into the whiskey reel with Sean.
0: We did. We Thank just, God. Thank yeah.
1: God. No, Sean saved our lives by virtue of that. Because those assholes couldn't ever get anything done. N- no. And thank God Sean, like, oh, that sounds so much better, by the way.
0: Yeah. Like, I yeah. you just... just a slight adjustment. I forgot so, these are omni or uh, 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 unidirectional.
1: Unidirectional. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you may have noticed um, this isn't the typical fucking shit. And, you know, um, we... We interrupted our usual broadcast of Whiskey Reel to do Handsome Boys. And this is our first iteration of it. So we apologize. And it's
0: going to sound a lot like the Whiskey Reel. I
1: I wonder why.
0: Um, It's not. um, So first of all, we got to shout out our buddy, Sean. Um, Sean Moe's doing his damn thing. Yeah. Sean finally, you know, treated himself to a little bit of a break. (laughs) And um, he's taking some time for he and Katie to kind of fuck off. And they they flew out to California. Yeah, L.A. specifically. Uh, What, three nights ago, Sean went and saw one of the dopest comedy lineups. I mean, he just went on a Wednesday night to the fucking store. He went to the store and saw. Oh, man. Whitney Kreischer. Yeah. Burt Kreischer. Cummings. Anthony Jesselnik. Jeselnik. Steve um, Byrne. yeah, yeah. Um, there was one more headliner there. Oh, or no, Kreischer was the headliner, I think. Kreischer was. But There was a... somebody else on that. Um, and then, there was a little
1: guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Oh God, I name. don't know.
0: Was it some no name? I think his name was uh, Jareth Jareth Seinfeld. Oh Seinfeld. Oh. He had a he had a show once. Jesus Christ, never been dude. a huge. So Sean got to Seinfeld see Seinfeld guy, yeah. but I think Seinfeld. just came on, did a quick little. Yeah, like, 20 it was minutes his first set. time at the store in twenty yeah. years. Which, Sean said. That's pretty fucking cool. Wow. Just wow, man. Yeah. You and got I to think see shit like for, that. so for 25 bucks ahead. 25 bucks ahead. You go in and that's the lineup.
1: That's the fucking lineup. Dude. So
0: when Sean gets back next week, we'll all sit down and commiserate. He can uh regale us. Yes, with his uh stories of uh hanging out in California and what they've been up to and
1: I couldn't even understand it. What's with all this traffic? Oh
0: Jesus! <laughs> Fucking airline food jokes. I know and all that, like Seinfeld business. <laughs>
1: you ever owned a dog? Oh my God.
0: I don't even understand. <laughs> no, I don't do a very good Seinfeld, but
1: nobody does. But we all know what we're talking about when we do it.
0: Absolutely. So the handsome boys made a quick jag over to Jabo's this morning. Yeah, dog. to watch a little football.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, let's. We have to intro ourselves, Bobby, if you will. Should we do
0: that? Yeah, we should. Okay, welcome, first of all, to the fucking Whiskey Reel. Um, It's a special edition of the. It's the handsome boy takeover of the Whiskey Reel this week. And And why do we call ourselves the handsome boys? Because of how handsome we are? I Uh, I always thought that. That's pretty much it. No. Um, (laughs) No, there's a a cool couple of albums. Dan the Automator. Dan the Automator uh did a couple albums with uh Handsome Boy Modeling School. Yeah, brother. Um, and 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 that was Paul. Um, yeah, no doubt. And some of the best stuff he's ever done is hey, it's definitely some of the most interesting stuff 100%. he's ever done. Fascinating. And obviously, if you guys have never heard of Dan the Automator, like we're talking the guy that brought us the two Deltron yep. albums. Uh Gorillas um, is a band you yep. may have heard of. You may have
1: heard of those guys. <laughs>
0: you know, obviously Dell. Um, is probably I but, mean,
1: but Del Del didn't have anything to do with, not handsome with boys. Handsome
0: Boys, right for sure. Um, but Gorillas and 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 uh, and uh, uh, Deltron and Deltron, you know, yeah, and for and, sure. and DJ
1: and 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 the other part of Handsome Boys is uh, responsible for I don't know a little band called De La Soul and Stetsasonic,
0: yeah,
1: hip hop legends. So they got together and and put together Handsome Boy Modeling School, so which is. We kind of patterned ourselves after. Yeah, okay.
0: we just wanted to do well. I think what we saw was a collaboration of sorts. Yes, of and s- of some handsome boys, and
1: a dope ass name. And by we, the way. what
0: our initial idea was. By the way, I'm Bobby Noyes. Hi, hey, I'm Bobby uh, Noyes. <laughs> and uh, to my right, Mr. Antonio Brandaris. And to oh. your left, and uh, and to my left, because there's really. two of us. So you're, I'm to your right and left. I know your living room is a flat circle. I'm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Much like the Earth,
0: so yeah, With the dome on it. It works either fucking way when there's only two of us. I know. I feel like we're feeling a little weird right now. Yeah,
1: but, no, um, it's been a weird day, but a great day. Yeah, but weird. We went, we went, and we hung out a little bit um, earlier. Watched my team uh, shit the bed. Not really shit the bed, but whatever. Um, watched really good foosball. Hung out. Everybody came out for it. It was a big, it was
0: a very fun day. Definitely one of the bigger games of the year. Yeah, man. You're a New Orleans Saints diehard. um, Yeah, And I always forget how much of a diehard you are until I watch football with you. (laughs) And then I'm like, holy fuck, this guy is a diehard. And that's a Christmas movie. (laughs) That's a bad
1: fucking, that's a really
0: kind way to say I'm insufferable. Um, I don't know if you're insufferable. I can always, I'm almost insufferable. I can always walk outside and <laughs> smoke a cigarette while you're pitching a tantrum. Having and
1: hawing, dude. I, totally, I, do,
0: I do throw tantrums. I'm not, I'll put it this way. For Christmas this year, Aaron did not get his fucking BB gun. And he pitched a little a, bit of a fit about I wanted it. a Red Ryder, dude. I didn't get a
1: Red I didn't get it. I didn't get the Red rider, dude. I yeah, didn't get it.
0: And the Saints shot their eye out. Yeah, so. wow. But it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. Um, always Jabo's uh, knocking back, uh, you know, a couple of uh, beers. I had some Two-Hearted Ale from yeah. Bells. Um, Brother,
1: I had that founder's breakfast. You know, dog.
0: So we were smashing two of the finest beers on planet Earth. On planet Earth. Thank and you very uh, much. So our
1: lives are fine. Yeah,
0: had a big kahuna burger, had a couple of beers, yeah, it was nothing don't. crazy. With the fucking, with the
1: jalapenos?
0: Oh, yeah. Those are killing it. So, man. yeah, it was super good. Um, we are going to have a little bit of fun this week. We're going to we're gonna change it up a little. Yeah, it's going to be different. Um, so, earlier this week, Aaron and I were discussing how we wanted to approach this. We actually planned
1: for this episode, guys.
0: So like a little this bit. This
1: is going to be weird for you, but we planned for
0: it. And we've had to pivot and throw and call some audibles, but like, for sure. (laughs) Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about what we're drinking today? Oh yeah, for sure. We're doing. I have another idea. Do we want to? Do we want to get out what we're drinking today and and maybe like sniff a little bit of it? I mean, we've already tried it, but you know, we've been
1: we've been doing R and D on this episode for um, a solid seventy two hours, and saying that like the golden moon. Gin, which is what we're featuring. The Golden Moon is really a a wonderful distillery. It's all front range product. Correct. And they do it a little bit differently. Not a ton of research that can be done on this gin. And it is gin, so it's got to have juniper. It's 40 proof. It's blah, 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 blah. Nothing out of the ordinary by virtue of that. It has this viscosity and this kind of overtone of florality to it that I don't necessarily see everywhere. Yeah. I, mean, I just, I, I poured it for you the other day and you had never had it before. What I had never you, had it before and I like enjoyed it. Like initial, initial reaction.
0: I like the spirit in and of itself. Right. And I think it's a really cool, fun, I uh, mixable spirit. I think I we sat and just sipped on it. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Really nice. I don't know if it operates as a traditional gin. No. You know what I, I mean? Would agree. Like, I would guess that like gin experts would be like, "This is not gin," right. or "This is," you know what they I mean? They said like, the
1: same thing about Hendrix. You know
0: exactly. And I think that you you know like if it conforms to the rules of gin, then it's fucking gin, and like, thank you, set sir. Set it down, like you know, th- take it is for what fireball it is fireball whiskey. Um, it's a r- no, sir. It's a, <laughs> I mean, it is one of the world's finest liqueurs. Obviously, <laughs> it's a wonderful cordial. It it really is. Have you ever had fireball in a cordial glass? No. So what we wanted to do <laughs> this week, we actually decided just to try and uh, formulate a little. We talk about cocktails that we would do. Yeah. Um, on the whiskey roll. And, and
1: Bobby, full, full, full disclosure. Bobby really has only been bartending for a little under three years. However, he's been drinking drinking his whole life. So sure. He is definitely. Um, and and where he worked, three years at Omoro like working six years anywhere else so he's had like kind of he's had a double time indoctrination into all things spirit so it can be a little intensive right very intensive and i've been doing this for over 20 years so we got a little bit of a background for bartending we thought it would be really interesting not just to talk about the spirit but talk about what we do with it and then we went ahead and backed our shit up correct so what'd you do with it
0: um, so, um, gin, you know, the funny thing is like researching this and looking into gin cocktails, gin cocktails are, uh, there are, I would guess 15 to 20 kind of classic gin iterations. More or um, less. Yeah. Cause yeah. most of the time when people order gin, they're going to get one, a, a gin and tonic, or they're gonna get a fucking martini,
1: or a Negroni.
0: You know, Negroni nowadays, has nowadays. become an yeah, and it's definitely an up and comer. Even though now I God. never want to have another fucking Negroni. I know, I've, had I, I, that, I I've had so enough Negronis. I love. I've had enough. I'm I'm done with them. Um, but,
1: Especially with Carpano. I'm just gonna throw. That <laughs> yeah, out I know. That. I know. That's
0: my shit right there. <laughs> um. So I was like, well, I kind of wanted to combine a few worlds and combine those. Um, those ideas behind classic gin cocktails. Um, I'm also a huge James Bond fan, and I became so. <laughs> I became a fan of the uh, Vesper cocktail. Yeah,
1: and Vespers people don't know about that. V- What's a classic Vesper?
0: Uh classic Vesper. Well, so there's a couple of different. I mean, I've heard people say it should be one one to one, vodka but to gin.
1: It should be by uh, by definition of what I understood as a classic right. Vesper. It should be one to
0: one with like a fortified white. Um, right, and which would be Lilith Blanc is right. a the, real, the go-to traditional go-to yeah. lemon twist, make it nice and That's fucking the best cold. Words.
1: Three fucking ingredients in um, a lemon twist. Yeah,
0: And, and obviously it's James Bond. So you shake the shit out of it That's and you up. make it cold as fuck. Strain Even it out. You shouldn't. And technically no. you know, you don't want to shake those <laughs> things. But, um, by the way,
1: kids, the only reason you shake a cocktail is when there's juice in it. If there's no right. fruit juice in it, you stir it because you don't want to dilute it. You shake shit to dilute it and to mix it up. Exactly. And beat it up. As my old it.
0: friend Jirai used to say, you should try really hard never to shake a baby, but right. never shake a fucking Manhattan. But never <laughs> shake a Manhattan. <laughs> never yeah, but you should try very hard to not <laughs> shake a baby. Yeah. So
1: Bobby came up with a, a kind of modified Vesper, which is fucking Ball or, by the way, this gin is a little bit different. It's it's almost I would put it akin to Hendrix more than any other gin, only because it has this real florality, florality and kind of yeah. rose hippie sort of thing going on, and there's a little bit of star anise in it. Like it's very it's a it's a really beautifully complicated gin. Like right. it's not just complicated for complicated sake. Right. So you made a and, vesper, and,
0: and like a vesper can be kind of a problematic cocktail because yes. let's say you do it one to one, you're diluting, because vodka being a neutral spirit, it just kind of dilutes the flavor of the gin yeah. a little bit. Um, and then you're going to put some fucking Lillet Blanc in there, right? So like I wanted to do stuff that kind of, one, I wanted to make it more gin forward. Right. So I did a full ounce and a half of uh, of our gin with an ounce, because um, it's kind of typical. So you went 1.5 to 1. Yeah. So right. basically a two and a half ounce sure. pour. Essentially, well, just, including yeah, but you're adding still more alcohol. To it. I am <laughs> so, adding more alcohol so, to it. so a two and a half ounce pour right.
1: is not out of the question. But what sir. I
0: didn't add was Lillet Blanc. Um, I like Lillet Blanc, but I'm a little bored with Lillet Blanc. I we use that shit in everything, almost everything. Yeah. So I'm like, well, um, there's another very very similar spirit called uh, Coki Americano, and I've heard it pronounced Cochi, but I'm from what I understand, it it's is Coki Americano. It's Coki. Because um,
1: two C's make a C.
0: A C, right. but
1: in and see this would always fuck me up with koki It's C O C C H I, right? Right. But if you were to look at the rules of Italian, it would be Choky. Choky, maybe right? Which, please let it be Choky. Oh, Choky. By the way, my next AKA. This choky. Chokey brand is. Chokey Americano. Chokey Americano. <laughs> dude. The
0: most gangster hitman name ever. Well, one of the coolest things about Cokey is that they include <laughs> uh, quinine is one right. of the botanicals that they use to make this. Is it, I mean, would you call it an aperitivo? No, um, it's an aperitivo. Yeah. That's how it's sold. That's yeah. how it should be sold. Um, so like but a lot what, of herbal aperitivos out there. This one's a little different. What makes quinine interesting in that part of that? Well, for me, uh, it's just our, what's n-
1: also quinine. Yeah. Is our
0: natural pred- <laughs> predilection to include tonic with yes most gins. Quinine being like the, the primary, uh, I believe it's Chinchona bark. Yep. Is where you get coinine, quinine, and I just quit a bar, uh, an amazing cocktail program where we would make our own house tonic, yeah. and we would actually extract uh, cinchona bar. Yeah, you know, which it, is you, really it fascinating. Just, it's
1: dirt cheap. Dude. Dirt cheap. All you need um, to do is
0: inject CO two into it. Yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. But so, coke includes. No, nah, it's not. It doesn't taste like tonic, but what it does do is impart that fun little kind of quinine bitterness. It's that bitterness, and um, it it. It's such a bright, wide-open drink if you're just mixing gin and vodka. Well, this adds, this we, adds a, a, a middle ground to it.
1: We call them two-steppers, like uh, uh, vodka vodka soda, gin and tonic, whiskey, Coke. They're two-step alcohols, right? They're two-step cocktails. Right, right, right. Um, and everybody loves them, right? Everybody has their two-step. Sure, sure. Everybody loves that whiskey, Coke, or G- I'm a G and T guy. Right, right. If Me I too. have one two stepper, I'm going G and T. Me too. And that quinine adds that little twang. It's like that indescribable in exactly. twang you can't. Right. And you either love or hate tonic because of quinine. Right. Like there's like people hate tonic, like uh, right. like it's it's like mushrooms. Like right. where people are like fuck you get that away from me. And that's the interesting thing about Koki is that like it, there's that twang to it. That's sure. not like a regular aperitivo.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I love martinis when I'm trying to get loaded, but like I don't necessarily love martinis because they don't always have a strong flavor. Profile. Didn't
1: Sean Connery say that,
0: you know, and a lot of, it's, yeah, I believe so. It was Dr. No. in the after, of Dr. No.
1: after he hit his
0: wife after, yeah, we'll talk about that, later. that guy. Um, But no, I just thought like including something like Cokie that actually has a flavor profile, doing a little nice lemon twist with a a touch of uh, heat to it, like toast it a little bit. Um, So you're flaming the lemon. Just flame the lemon, um, drop it in there, get the oils, you know, express those oils. By the the By the way, for
1: you guys, the um, you kind of like um, when when we're talking about this when we say flame it, a proper twist isn't a thumbnail. It's not the ones that look like a pigtail. A proper twist is like a lemon peeler and you pull off a sheet of the lemon. If you guys take a lighter and run that lighter over the lemon peel for a few seconds before you squeeze it, it expresses the oils a lot better. Don't right. just express it into a flame. Heat that peel up, then express it and it'll do the little puff. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. what you're talking and about. And it gives right? you
0: like a layer of extra aromatic.
1: Right. Oh yeah, and but the oil still hit.
0: you know, and then the oil is gonna coat the top of the cocktail. Yeah, man. So every single drink, you're gonna get just that little touch of citrus oil right yeah, to man. the top of it. So, anyways, um, that's my vesper. I don't have a name for it. I wanted to. I have I I've, been, I've, I've no, made well, this
1: came up with the name.
0: Oh yeah. I think I was gonna call it smash my vesper or
1: <laughs> if you don't know Baba Fanois, then you know smashing a Vespa is yeah, maybe yeah. one of his favorite it's a whole hobbies.
0: Thing. It's a whole thing. Six months ago I had an unfortunate incident with a Vesper. Vespa.
1: And a Vesper. <laughs> By the way, did you ever recover the whiskey in the saddlebag? Uh, no, nope, it's still there. Fa- okay, it's still I there. I just want to. I just. We've never. This is the untold secret of the accident. So here's the here's the weird thing what about that whiskey you bought. And we'll never see it again. Um,
0: I can't remember what it was. See, <laughs> I know the bottle was untouched; it was never opened. Um, I also know there's a pack of yellow American spirits <laughs> sitting right next to it. Those cunts smoke that. You know that. The funny thing is, is for six months, not one day has gone by that I haven't thought about that. I know that bottle of whiskey and has that pack of cigarettes you. haunt me, dude. But they're like in like yeah, they're in the law- Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> My <laughs> question is, when you're down to two smokes left. Do you ever go I'm like god this would cost you me $270 to go get that <laughs> and you're like I would totally get
0: <laughs> worth it can you deliver it <laughs> yeah.
1: so the dude the Vesper by the way classic it's a classic for a reason a lot of people don't understand why you put alcohols together gin is um, the high tone vodka is the low tone vodka almost stretches the gin out yeah it makes it uh, more accessible, less ginny, which everybody likes to get less ginny. That was a yeah, I, I, that was a local joke. I'm following you. I hope everybody caught that. So um, the vodka just stretches out the alcohol without adding anything. It's a neutral spirit, so right. it kind of
0: spreads the gin thin. Yeah. So you have to use in a weird way. It's almost a, just a volumizer. Yes,
1: right? it is. But in, if you're smart with the Vesper, you use a gin that is very. Expressive. You don't use a subtle gin. You use a really no. kind of fucking rowdy gin, and and then you put that with the vodka and that stretches out the Lillet or the Lilit or or the in this case the Cokie. Right, um, adds a dynamic to it, softens it almost, and adds a little nuance to it. But if you've never had a Vesper before, man, have a Vesper, and, and you should have Bobby's Vesper. This is, this is Golden Moon Gin. This is Stoli. Stolichna. Yeah, I, use, I, use, I
0: just use Stoli for the base. And, and
1: by the way, base. don't hate Stoli, dude. Stoli is one of the most solid, neutral vodkas you'll Rock ever solid. see in your life.
0: And people have gone away from Stoli. Everybody it, gets vodka snobby. It tastes like nothing in a very beautiful in way. In the
1: most beautiful way. And it has a wonderful texture to it. And it, it
0: costs there's almost cl- zero dollars. Thank
1: you. And it's, there's <laughs> a creaminess to Stoli that other vodkas don't have. There's, a, there's this yeah. wonderful, unctuous sort of feeling that Stoli does. And then you right. add the coke, which adds the quinine. It's a really, it's not sophisticated and overly sophisticated as a cocktail. Right. It, it, there's a lot going on and nothing going on. And that's kind of what makes cocktailing beautiful. You serve this up. You serve it with a lemon twist. You don't have to. Cold. That would probably,
0: ice fucking cold. Cocktail. Ice cold. Maybe even some chips floating on the top. And if you shake it, you're a cunt. You know, which I do. I know. Yeah, because it's James that's Bond's why, cocktail. That's why I mentioned yeah. it. I mean, I want to make
1: it. Wonderful cocktail. You,
0: you prefer to you. You did a cocktail. This is
1: a Vesper. This is the Bobby Vesper, dude. It's a Vesper.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> we're we're gonna dip into um, something. I don't. I didn't even really name it or whatever. Um, but I I am more of a guy that goes with refresh. I always think about. I always think about the person drinking the cocktail, and not the cocktail itself. When I make cocktails, so it's always about how refreshing, how enjoyable is it going to be for this person, rather than stroking my own dick, which we all like to do. That's kind of what we've been doing for a very long time, and that's why we do this podcast. Exactly. But um, I did, um, I did the golden moon. I did one point five of that, and then I went full fucking. I did full fucking sandy beach style. So it was. It's a flip. So it's there's egg white involved, but I did uh, lemongrass syrup. Regular simple muddled basil. I did. Um, cl- I juice some clementines, some cl- some cuties, yeah. some tangerines, which is really cool. Juice those. And the thing about those, I've done this before, and I know. It, luckily, I've worked with them before. They give nothing. They're like they're like the hot girl that doesn't suck your dick ever, no matter how much you ask. Because so you need it, a bag of them. Yeah. I did six whole tangerines to get one drink kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But 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 the flavor it puts out is kind of unparalleled. It, because it's so subtle, you have to add acid and sugar to a clementine. Right. Because it doesn't give either one. It just tastes like fucking tangerine. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing, but I did that. Muddled some basil um, and and did a real proper flip, like dry shake. By the way, if you're adding egg whites... Everybody has an argument on how to make foam foam. Bobby does some of the best foam I've ever seen, especially for being a, what would be considered a fucking young bartender. He does some of the best foam I've ever seen. My foam, it's at least 30 seconds dry shake, which means that there's no ice in your cup when you shake it. And then you add ice, which is wet shake. And I do that for at least another 30 seconds. So building your cocktail is going to take three to four minutes. Sorry, sir. Sure. Now at El Moro, which is all Bobby knows because he's never bartended at a shithole, um, he's o- he went right to the top of the pyramid. <laughs> but if you've ever bartended a shithole, you do not have four minutes to make a cocktail. Fuck no. So flips and gin fizzes and all that shit sounds great on paper. Yeah. You have no time to do that shit. But this came out beautifully. Um, it was subtle. My whole thing was I want to remove any I want to remove any chance of you saying it needs dot dot dot. Does it need sugar? Does it need acid? Does it need this? Does it need that? I tried to remove
0: that and make kind of a perfect cocktail, a rounded that. cocktail,
1: very rounded. Which and,
0: I I got to try it and, yeah. and it, it's very very much a rounded cocktail, um, not overly uh, cloying or sweet. Right. Um, Which uh,
1: by by the way, my mom, my my favorite term is, um. Um, I like this cocktail sounds great. Is it too sweet? I said only if the recipe or the bartender's bad.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because theoretically no cocktail should be sweet or sour or anything. It should be rounded. Everything from a margarita Mm -hmm. to a G and T to a fucking whatever, to a fucking cereal, fucking crunch bowl or whatever you fucking guys do. Lucky charm, cereal bowl. Yep. It, It should all be balanced, right?
0: Absolutely. On paper. Absolutely. Yeah. You can drop some cocktails that there's no way to get out around it, for <laughs> sure. No way. <laughs> me. someone orders a fucking liquid marijuana, they're they're getting a sweet drink. That's what's getting, up. You know what I mean? That, that's you know, what's bullshit up. Bullshit like that. But Absolutely. We don't we don't drink that shit. Like, like a
1: blowjob or a fucking yeah, a yeah sex on, fuzzy on the beach, beach all that
0: fucking horseshit. When's the
1: last time anybody's ever ordered a fuzzy navel anywhere?
0: Um, I I,
1: I get them. That's a cl- that's a classic that would be interesting to reimagine. You know, right? Like, yeah, because we have, have some. To, uh, we have uh,
0: deconstruct the fuck out of it.
1: We have the best peaches on the planet grown in this state. They're called Palisade peaches. So a fuzzy navel coming from Colorado would be a very interesting thing. Next spring, let's let's jump on that. Okay. Because that would be very interesting to
0: juice Palisades. Yeah, we'll do it on our next able to do that. takeover. Yeah, the next we'll handsome boys deconstruct some uh, a couple of classic cocktails. Yeah. If I going not fucking
1: deconstruct something. <laughs> um we're gonna get in some really dark shit later. Um, we're, actually we're, we're gonna we're get into in dark light. shit pretty soon. Oh, are we? Yeah, are I think, we think we're gonna right shift now. into So Golden Moon Gin, you can get it for like 32 bucks, uh a seven fifty. Do we get a local
0: it's... person that's that you know who's no, that?
1: I don't even know the purveyor, and I usually do. I don't I know. Think it's I kinda wish we did, but yeah, I don't know I don't who think does it's it. I don't think it's Steffi Pooh. I don't
0: think it's I don't think I, it's Steffi.
1: I don't think it's um it's not C4 it's right. not any of those cats like that that are distributing. It's called Golden Moon. It is very interesting. I would call this like Baby Hendrix. Yeah, almost. for sure. Um they're they're following that model of being a little bit viscous and a little bit floral without um being intrusive in the gin. But it's I I I haven't had it in a martini outside of a Vesper. I haven't had it in a martini, but I could imagine this would be just like liquid sex. Yeah. Um in a martini. Right. Chilled down just with, you know, what's what's the old adage? You just wave it over some fucking vermouth?
0: See, yeah, I know. See, I've gotten more and more.
1: You're into vermouth now, aren't you? I'm into vermouth. See, the more you bartend, the more you get into this. Yeah. It, it was, it's kind of cool and de rigueur to say, oh, wave, uh, wave it over a bottle of vermouth. But vermouth, there's a reason why martinis were made with vermouth. It takes this weird little edge off and rounds the
0: drink out it does and you don't really know it unless it's not there like no one these days other than hipster bartenders even know that like traditional martinis were actually one to one yes absolutely it was was one to one gin to vermouth absolutely but the
1: gin was different the vermouth was different they were all yeah I'm sure it was like different products so when you're talking about like doing a Vesper where it's one to one vodka gin it was almost like that where it was it wasn't inconceivable right to, to cut it not to mention, gin was way more expensive than wine. Absolutely. So to cut it one-to-one would probably save you a few nickels, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: for sure. Just saying. Well, I like saving nickels. Yeah, dude. No, you don't. Um, no, we ball out on the rags, dude. On the rags. <laughs> so, we had a conversation earlier today. Yes. And it was fucking amazing. It was pretty amazing. Um, I enlightened you. <laughs> Can you... Uh, can we back all the way out of this? Do you want to... Yeah? All right, Well, you back want da- Should I let you start? 30 seconds. It's
1: your story. I want 30 seconds. I was dating somebody I really fell head over heels for. It didn't work out. Most of that is because of her. That's fine. We move on. But it was like a very torrid, fiery fucking sort of a frayer kind of shit. And I... Dude, I did. I, I fell for it. And I don't fall for women, which... I don't think I've fallen for a woman for 30 years, but I fell for her for whatever reason. And um, basically the whole, the whole timbre of the relationship was we can't get involved because I'm going away on a trip and I can't get attached because if I get attached and I'm gonna have to leave for six months and blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool. That made sense. Now the relationship went sideways because of other reasons, just because she's a nightmare. But (laughs) No, because seriously. No, I know. um, I've met her. I know. I know you have. (laughs) Um, Beautiful girl. Loved her dearly. Nightmare. She said, we can't... the, the, The premise of the whole thing was, we can't get attached because I'm doing this. Right? Sure, sure. So that was the whole fucking... The whole relationship had this layer of, we can't do this because of this. Right. Right. Okay. So relationship ends really shitty for me. She doesn't care because she's kind of a little bit of a sociopath, but then what happens? So let's flash forward three months. She's supposed to go on a long trip that she spent her whole life saving for and wanting. And that's why she can't be with your boy. Okay. (laughs)
0: Go. So, uh, I knew that she had left, um, pretty recently. Um, so happens I had followed her on Facebook, um, right when you guys were starting to kind of see each other. And
1: and by the way, I'm not on any social media. Yeah. Like Aaron has
0: no fucking idea what's going on. Zero presence.
1: So if something happens on Facebook, cool. Yeah. Somebody like Bobby needs to tell me it's happening. Otherwise, I seriously will
0: not know. That's not hyperbole. I literally yeah, will not know. like if Donald Trump got Oswalded, you would be the last to know.
1: Well, that's probably going to be on national news. But you know. I'm saying if. Yeah, if You Cardi- sit around watching the news. You're if, a busy guy. If Cardi B gets shivved at a fucking Sonic, I'm probably not going to know for a few
0: weeks. <laughs> God, let hope it's our Sonic. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: I pull up and I guess I, I don't, I, I, don't recall week, week and a half. Yeah. Three, yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah, though. Pretty recently. I pull up and I'm just kind of, I hardly ever go on Instagram. I find it to be really annoying. You're
1: on Facebook. Facebook. You're not on the gram though.
0: Um, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I just don't really use it. Exactly. I don't post shit to right, it. Right. I'll right. stalk You're around like stories a little bit and shit yeah, like that. I'll stalk that around shit. a little. Um, so I'm stalking around a little. <laughs> And I see this young lady, she has a post and it's just a picture of herself looking really forlorn and a little <laughs> defeated. And she goes into this whole story about how she got on a plane, flew to fucking Beijing, China. <laughs> Within an hour, she stopped to take a picture of a vending machine. A
1: ven- Okay, by the way, yep. and a side note. The, okay, the only post on her trip was a vending machine. her trip, that was it. yeah, and then the next
0: post was what
1: Bobby's gonna follow.
0: yeah, you her, have to match her this. trip ended somewhat prematurely because during taking a picture of this vending machine, she lost her passport in fucking Beijing China, China. yeah um within I think, if I recall, the post said within like 12 hours, it's she's back home. <laughs> yeah. So
1: she spent 20, 28 hours traveling to get back home. Yeah. Now, when you leave for six months on this emotional journey, you have to do things like sell your car or give your house away. Or you have to quit your job. You got to I mean, make arrangements. There's arrangements. You're not going away for two weeks to Maui and coming back. You're leaving for half a year. So you have to drop your entire and Shit's
0: got to be in order.
1: Shit's got to be in order. So... You got to kill your dog. Obvious. Obvious. You know. Especially that little shit. Yeah. So you got you to gotta do a bunch of stuff to get... It. Actually, the dog was fine. Best part of the person. So you, you got to do all of those things to like set yourself up. So imagine... Predicating your entire existence off of an event, and that event never, it almost feels like a doomsday prepper where apocalypse never
0: comes. It is
1: so chill.
0: Yeah, um, it's like that TV preacher that's been telling everyone the world's gonna end <laughs> yeah. on February twenty second. Yeah, I did. Fucking twenty twenty. I it I meant, And then like on the twenty thirties, like, well, you know, I'm so sorry. When are those uh,
1: cocksuckers ever gonna do it on the 29th of February? You and know, realize it's yeah. a leap year, dick. Uh, so you get four years to recover.
0: They're not big readers. Not big readers. They own one book. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it's the goddamn Bible. So this young this young <laughs> woman had a. Had a rough week. I had a rough rough day and a
1: half. And I mean, like, guys. I haven't
0: seen her in months, so no. it doesn't matter to me. I, no. I don't really have, like, a you, uh, axe to grind. Her, you
1: have no fucking you know? dog in the fight. I don't like the
0: fact that she made my boy sad. Yeah. Obviously. That sucks. You know, and I, you know, I I sense the frustration with this person. Um, <laughs> and I also forgot that Aaron doesn't indulge in social media, so when I told him about this today, the look of
1: <laughs> bewildered
0: <laughs> awe and... Pure sort of <laughs> bemused happiness joy. that came over it your face. It was joy. Joy. It was you joy. You were I've never seen you so happy. <laughs> is what I told only you.
1: Because only because like it, it, Bobby made the point that the irony uh, is it and we haven't decided is it irony or coincidence the fact that you're traveling to the land known for karma <laughs> and you
0: can't get there. Yeah, because of karma, cosmic justice reared its ugly head. So beautiful, and just took your. fucking passport out of your pocket dude that just just snatched your girl dude like that was snatching your heart shit after this podcast we're actually going to jump on some dark websites and start searching (laughs) because i guarantee her information now belongs to the unsullied of the world dude dude are you kidding me i mean dude just the uncut nikolai
1: in fucking moscow right now has got 18 fucking personalities he's writing off that fucking passport are you kidding me yeah so I mean
0: I don't wish ill She might want to call Experian. I, know.
1: <laughs> I don't wish ill on people but there's a, a certain amount of cosmic justice that I enjoy because so many times in our lives there are bad This is why I don't believe in karma and I've had this argument with people if karma was real then uh, bad people bad things would happen to bad people and good things would happen to good people but and and sometimes those things happen But overall, it's pretty even. Sure. Sometimes good people lose and bad people win. So there is no karma. If there was, that would not happen. So you've already fucked yourself on that. Donald Trump probably wouldn't be president if there was karma. And, you know, a a child wouldn't die in fucking Somalia if there was karma. Right. Right. So let's put it all in.
0: It's the atheist versus God.
1: Right. Conversation. Amen. And, yeah. and we're both, are you, are you, would you consider yourself atheist? Because I hate the agnostic
0: shit. Yeah, I do. And I guess I.
1: Do you believe in anything by virtue of a
0: spirituality or no? Um, No. I mean, I'm more like Richard Dawkins kind of, okay. you know, full, you know. Full atheist? You know, which I think when it, I don't know if it was his quote or Christopher Hitchens who said that, like. It was probably Hitchens because he's a loud knock. We're all atheists. <laughs> yes. But. Some of us just take it one God further, <laughs> you know? See, yeah, sounds like Hitchens. Yeah, and Who, Hitchens way, was if you don't such know, an if insufferable you don't know, prick, but
1: brilliant. If you've never read Hitchens, um, boy, do yourself a favor. Even if you believe in God, I think it's important. Just like atheists should read the Bible and atheists should, should yeah. listen to... You should read it, belligerent Yeah, because you should you should understand how the people that don't feel like you feel.
0: Who, while he was alive, really, really liked whiskey. Oh. And, oh man, he would show up on like real time with Bill Maher fucking ham.
1: And you know, he was about 47 darts deep, too. Yeah, and just <laughs> he didn't <have> a <laughs> fuck, Yeah,
0: dude. He went out like a true atheist. Hey guy.
1: man, went out like, and you know what? Probably doesn't give a shit right now. Nah, does he? I'm, I'm guessing he doesn't. <laughs> I would say he's looking down on us. <laughs>
0: That's antithetical. If we put that on Twitter though, we would get like seven hundred thousand replies of like, yeah, well I bet he does regret it now that he's burning in hell. Oh yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's probably burning in hell. It's not in the Bible. It's pitchforks and I've
0: actually read your book. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And by the
1: way, the Jews don't believe in hell. Yeah. Nor Um,
0: do the Christians.
1: Yeah. Supposedly they don't. I don't know. When did hell come about?
0: Um, I think it was kind of That's like... like uh, 1800s. Thomas Aquinas, um, Thomas Aquinas. Milton, um, well, more Paradise Lost yeah, it's, shit. All that That, that was the Paradise Lost... I mean, Aquinas, that
1: for da- sure. That was Dante.
0: I mean, Thomas Aquinas um, really broached oh, all that, like, oh, angelic lore and hell yes, and all that stuff. But da- didn't
1: Dante went yeah, down the whole
0: of fictional... Yeah, yeah Milton, like, really... <laughs> fleshed it out oh for everybody boy. are you kidding um, me if I recall like really the only describe I can't believe we're going down this fucking rabbit hole but this, this is what here. we do um, in the bible what I recall um, is hell being described as and this is probably because it's aligned in the prophecy is um, just being out of the sight of God right was hell complete that you were just sight. became a stranger to God
1: which is why Christopher Walken's The Prophecy is one of the best films yeah. ever
0: made and then the fucking Catholics <laughs> just decided like we're gonna write a whole different thing Right. Yeah. We're just going to expound on the theory that that is true. Can we scare people a little bit more than that? (laughs) I don't feel like that's landing. Wait a minute.
1: (laughs) We need a lot of money and we need to keep people scared. What can we do? That also
0: means that you have to exclude um, Revelations, which I always do because Revelations is just a fever dream. Yeah. Revelations is the
1: chillest part of the whole Bible,
0: but it's, also it's the it's funnest. Like, part and then of a the dragon Bible. came out of the sea right? and it had 19 oh, heads. It was 47
1: then, heads out of yeah. the sea steaming sea and it laid yeah, waste and dogs and cats and were then, living together and, then, and the whole yeah, fucking thing <laughs> was nightmare. The streams got crossed, <laughs> but the best part of it is like, that was, I love how people interpret that into modern times where like that beast out of the sea was nuclear warheads. And, like, if you're going to bridge a gap, go fuck yourself. That's very, very
0: sophomoric to Absolutely. bridge those gaps. Speaking so of bridging a gap. Yeah. Dude. Should we digress a second here? Yeah. I, Should we get back on the. Yeah, I bridge that so, gap. So, because I really feel like you need to communicate something to this person. Oh. I think, it's, I think it's a moral imperative. She's not going to listen. In fact, that. Well, you, okay, so send her a fucking text.
1: All right. So we're. Okay, this is what we were thinking of doing. And we're going to flesh this out right now. And I'm going to send a text right now. As we speak. What we're going to do, and Bobby and I have been hanging out all day. And we've been watching some foosball and having fun. But we, we made it a point not to go down the road far enough to where we save it. We have a thing called Save It for the Cast. We're saving it for the cast. The question is. I wish we had real time sort of like response from the people that listen to this, but in lieu of that, what should I text her? Okay. What would be so, Okay It's gotta be it's a, gotta be perfect. A twinge of snark. Okay. It has to be a little a little bit like um um I don't know what's going on. A little bit like uh like je ne sais quoi sort of fucking I don't know what's up. Which, up hey. you were
0: blissfully unaware. Just I was, a couple I, hours ago, so dude,
1: four hours ago, I had no idea this even happened. So, I f- thought she was in India. What
0: was your initial thought? And by thought? the way, she was going to India. Like, what was your initial thought? Like, what would you say to her right now? Besides, On, like, hey, hey my, fuck you. Yeah, my, in- <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> shit, you took what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> uh, my first, obviously, my first initial thought was like, and this sucks, and I'm a horrible person for thinking this, but you asked me a question, I'm gonna be very honest with you. My first original thought was good bitch. You deserve it. Sure. Instinctually, because I'm a bad person. That's what I thought right off the bat. Of course.
0: Just instinctively started destroying your own karma.
1: Fuck you. You deserve it. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah. By virtue of that, there is no karma, right? She's such an awesome, amazing person. Why would anything bad ever happen? She is perfect. She's totally perfect. Just ask her. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. That was my first thought. Now, what do you and she doesn't think, listen to our podcast, so we're gonna say whatever yeah. So we, we can say whatever say. the fuck we want. What would be the perfect? It has to be snarky, intelligent, not initially
0: like I mean, shitty. My first thought would be just like to passive aggressively just ask her how India is, right? Right. Just like you were, you were like, "How's India?" Winky face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so succinct <laughs> and so wonderful. <laughs> right because okay now at that point now you gotta go you gotta do the double back where you're like does she know would she by then at that point she knows i know
0: yeah you're kind of giving up you've given up the ghost so you've removed your position of power a little bit
1: my question is this do you (laughs) go down the road of i know now and i'm fucking with you or do you go i don't know anything yeah. Like, hey, how's your trip? And nothing.
0: Bland or do you flat. make it oblique enough that like she doesn't quite know where the fuck you're That's going? That's where from. I'm heading. That's you where I'm know what I'm heading. I mean. That's what
1: I want to do, Bobby. Yeah. So you're the you're the fucking wordsmith,
0: dude. I'm not a wordsmith. You're a wordsmith. Um uh, I'm I not a du- smith of anything, sir. I've dubbed G so. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say? Okay, so since we're workshopping this, um besides emoticons, which i probably like
1: Dude completely remove okay, emojis. Yeah, no,
0: no, no emo- emojis. Okay. So emojis are out. We're gonna use our words.
1: All yeah. right. Let's use our words. Um by the way, after this, you're listening to this after the fact that I'm going to text her
0: while we're recording. Yeah, we're this. gonna type this up and send it. Right. And we will screenshot it. And we're gonna screenshot this show. <laughs> and it, you're seeing all of this. Um let's add a layer. Okay. Let's add a layer of like, I kinda miss you. <sighs> Yeah, but she's... F- okay, back up one step. She
1: couldn't be with me and said she couldn't because she couldn't get attached because she was leaving out of town, but ended up staying at her best friend, quote unquote's house, who's sure, a sure. dude who she ended up fucking. So now that's her boyfriend mm-hmm. That has a kid, so now she's living mom, but I think she thought she was leaving out of the country, so that wouldn't matter. That would have been like But a- now she's back at his house because she has nowhere else to go. Oh, just a mouthful
0: of reality. Yo. I mean okay. just dealing with it. I- she is Hoop scooping up Not reality. <laughs> <laughs> just heaping spoonfuls of reality. <laughs> Who did you say was dealing earlier?
1: Oh yeah. Oh Straight- Ryan Tenniel. It's like <laughs> dealer. <is> dealing. Dealer. <laughs> okay, you're getting dealt. Okay. So I, I had to back that one up just because it was to so her. I did
0: have a thought that like we give it a little layer right. and you say something to her that she's going to be like, okay, he's fucking with me. But then she's going to be like, wait, is he fucking with me? Oh, okay. So what do we you know what do? What I mean?
1: All right. And Bobby's kind of a wordsmith when it comes to stuff like this. And wordsmith. we
0: can literally run your phone through a proxy to make it look like this is happening. But you text her saying, <laughs> hey, I totally flew out to India to see you. <laughs> but I've talked to like five cab drivers and no one even thinks you're here. <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> So I, hey, hey guys, I'm in India. Um, I don't see you. Where are you? Do you do? A, where are you at? Where are you at? Hey, I'm in India. Where are you at?
0: I'm do you in do Kashmir.
1: I'm in fucking Delhi. Where are
0: you at? Baby, no one's seen you.
1: Baby, I'm <laughs> next to the... Remember the shit-filled gutter when you turned that one corner next <laughs> to the... It's like the second
0: most populated country on the planet. <laughs> that, <totally. laughs> so I fucking, There's like, so cool many nuanced If you just did meet a cab driver that was like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, dude, I saw I, her last week. You're talking about that bitch I lost her lost passport. She lost her fucking passport. Yeah, you're talking about that one bitch? I mean, and when I say lost, I stole it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And
1: by the way, all of my kids are in the United States right now, off that pastor dog. <laughs> <talk.
0: laughs> oh, oh my god! Okay, so we could probably nuance it up a little bit, but we could nuance. That's it That's snarky. A bit. It, yeah, but I wanted to be. But a, I like the opening gambit that just like gives her pause for a second, like, wait, right. what? Aaron's, wa- Aaron's in fucking India. I want a Susan <laughs> of snarky, and <laughs> I want a
1: whisper. Okay, so that's snarky. more than a whisper. All right, so. What could I say? Okay. Now, if I said... We're going to cheers real quick. This handsome boy shit.
0: So, you Uh. could overdo the snark for sure by saying that. Because, obviously, she's going to read the text. And she's going to be like, oh, you're a dick. I mean... Well, I think that's going to happen regardless. Like, why would anyone know I'm in India? I
1: haven't contacted her in... She's a very
0: literal thinker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's... Nuance isn't her thing. Let's put it that way. (laughs) So... But what can we say that would completely like push our fist into your head, spin it around, and pull
0: it out? Oh, man. Um, one. I you, love that idea. If I I'm know. in
1: India, where are you?
0: God, would it be really confusing if you literally text her and you're like, oh, my God, aren't you in India? I just found your passport in my couch. Oh, my God. That's funny. Because <laughs> Obviously, she got. Just for a moment to give her pause. Just uh, When she's like, wait, what? Is my fucking passport Whoa, in your car? I just thought about it. No,
1: just rando. Like, oh my god, I just found your passport in my car. And <laughs> just make her think.
0: That's just, all you need yeah. to say.
1: I just uh, found your passport. That's in my, fun. Is that good? That's fun. Okay, but can we new? Can we? Can we? Can
0: we doll it up a little bit? Can we church it? It was <laughs> Can we turn, well, since I'm the wordsmith, you are the and, I don't know. Um, how do we do that? We're I, we're workshopping now, folks. So yeah, yeah, we're just spitballing, like, we're, guys. We are really You don't get to I see guess. the behind the scenes. This is not as premeditated as it probably should have been. Absolutely. Um, but we're not a scripted program.
1: Um, boy, are we not?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it could be. God, I felt- can we
0: combine the two and say, okay? Um, I just got to India. I and found I'm passport. at customs. And they have your passport. They have your passport. Fuck. That's actually next oh level. Oh, my
1: God. I'm in India. I just got here. Yeah. The I'm at cu-
0: No, I'm in Beijing. I'm
1: in Beijing.
0: Yeah. I just I got I just here. got a bento box out of a vending machine. I
1: just got a bento <laughs> box.
0: <laughs> Which is not Chinese. It's It's Japanese. It's Japanese.
1: We realize that. No, so no. We're trying to be assholes. So, um... <laughs> I got some fucking, I got some fucking gyoza out of the pipe. <laughs> so I'm at a dim sum bar. I'm at a dim sum bar. And somebody asked me, Do you know this girl? Because they knew I was American. So uh, they thought as a fucking, as just, a wild card. Because
0: every white like, guy. Right. Because I look American. Yeah, all the white we girls. All, we girls all know,
1: do white people all know each other? You don't know this, but we all do. Which, by the way, is true, kind of. It's kind I of true. Think about it. It's <laughs> kind of true. So they are like, do you know this girl? She was just here and lost her passport. And I'm like, oh my god, I totally know that girl. So I have your passport. Wow. I'm in Beijing. See, Now
0: we're starting to weave deception. This is a
1: really, that's deceitful. But all this whole thing's god, deceitful. It's funny though. It's so
0: funny though. Yeah, How I'm in I... Beijing. I'm. Okay. There's a customs. How do agent I do here. this succinctly? She literally has your passport.
1: How do we do this succinctly? <laughs> I'm in Beijing. <laughs> Janet okay. no, uh, at customs. No, Guile. Guile at customs. Guile at customs. Has your passport? Yeah. Do, w- do you want me to wait for you? <laughs>
0: oh my God. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my way to That's India. So good. That's I'll so be in bad. Kashmir by Thursday. Where are you? Guile has your passport. Where are you? <laughs> I'm renting a mule. Oh I, will be in I will be in Kashmir.
1: I will be in <laughs> Kashmir.
0: Yeah, by Friday uh, afternoon.
1: The <laughs> mule's name is Freckles. Ask for Freckles. <laughs> is, is that the best thing oh, ever, it's dude? Should I do that? I like though? that. No, I like that. Should I do that? I like that. So or, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in China. Li has your passport. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? That's it. I like it. That's the whole text. Yeah. It's so absurd.
0: Shruggy, Shruggy. Emoticon. It, so, where are you? Am I so one of these for uh, <laughs> the
1: guy tapping on the watch? <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Like, I've been here for fucking a
0: day. Di- I've been here for seven days. When are you get a Dude, we could throw a rock and hit her right now. Right. Uh dude. Awesome. Oh,
1: as a side note, her quote unquote best friend, the platonic best friend that she's uh, sucking dick <laughs> is a mile away. Like, I get to drive by them every day. It's yeah. so chill. We definitely and, drove right by that house. Uh, so, uh, it, it, no, it's stupendous. It's it was a whole thing. Super chill. Um, no, well, it reminds me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm alive every single time. That's great. Um, I'm thinking, I'm in Beijing.
0: Guile has your passport. Where are you? Yeah. They are looking for you. They're looking for you. That would be you. the... <laughs> <laughs> like, it was literally in the vending machine. Like, yeah. What's wrong with it? How'd you? How did you even do that?
1: She, you did the old switcheroo. She, David she, reached, her own she reached in with the passport oh, to pick out her
0: freaking dim sum. It's so good. <laughs> All right, we're
1: gonna we're gonna move on, but thank you for dirty pennies or whatever they do. Thank about. you for indulging me on that because no. that, that was the best thing I've ever heard. It was in, fun, man, in the, in
0: the history of ever. I uh, really took a lot of joy in giving you the news. Yeah, you and you
1: happened. were like, "Oh my god, you don't even know about this!" Like Bobby thought he had, like he was like my precious. Yeah, like <laughs> he was like, "You don't even know about this." Know? I'm, like, I'm like, "Oh my god, what's going on right now?" We like-
0: fucking pull over. Oh, and by <laughs> and by
1: the way. Talked to one of my best friends, and he knew for a week, and just thought I already knew. Well, so, I mean, that's the world we live in, right? Yeah, we always assume yeah, that. But all right, for all of you people out there, if you want to tell me something, don't post it, because I won't know. Why don't you text or call me like a fucking yeah, Shoot fucking us some email. Shoot us a Corona direct man. message on whiskey Reel. Uh,
0: whiskey Reel on Facebook or how about uh, you just uh, whiskey real? Gmail.
1: I've I've been putting people on on uh fucking on game like the last few weeks like getting people signed up and subbing for this but it's fun. We just got a big uh big shout out today from a a guy I respect who he's kind of a legacy um radio station owner. And he was like, "Yo, dude." And he's like, "I listen to your shit." And he's like, "It's it's fucking funny." And I was like, "That's good, man. Yeah, I love you, that." Yeah, you fat nigga. Oh, man.
0: actually, one thing I was, <laughs> wow, no, Sean, I need to just go off the res. Um, one thing I was going to mention. This is one thing I kind of want to start doing, and we're going to talk to Sean about this when he what gets back. What is that, sir? Um, I want to get a whiskeyreal at gmail.com Google Voice number. Whoa. So, so they can call us. people can call and leave voicemails oh my god and, and we'll, we'll play that and we'll play the voice cuz like the, the oh uh, we've god, talked about brilliant. having people like trying to interact no, 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 during the show bra- but that's way too logistical so we're
1: going to we're going to lay this out now but we're going to get a fucking phone number that you guys can call and leave a message and we'll play your message and it, if, it doesn't matter if, yeah. if you're saying if fucking bobby's a piece of shit or airing pizza exactly. is, uh, is Diddle's little boys, or whatever. If you want to ask, a,
0: if you want to ask a question about fucking whiskey or a movie or something or like a band, I and, went
1: right for diddling little y- boys. You know,
0: I, I'm yeah, I'm trying to soften that, but like <laughs> leave us. A, so this is going to happen within the next couple of weeks. I'm going to make sure ah, Sean's so cool dope. with it. That's such a good idea. But we already have a Gmail account. We already have all that set up. Such a good so idea. We Bobby. can just request a Google Voice number. It's a phone number that literally only exists That's for the whiskey up. reel. That's what's And up. you leave us a little voicemail and if we like what you have to say man we will put you on the podcast no that's doubt about it that's i think it's up. kind of a fun idea well um i wanted to bring it up while shawnee was here but that fucker left so that's not yeah, our fault so fuck that fat fool so yep. um, we're gonna drift into our uh Man, probably we've, I mean, we're, we're bordering on an hour already. We're going to be
1: sponsored by somebody and then we're going to, we're going to take smoke break and come back and talk about all the beautiful music. We have a whole music tag. This is going to be a two hour fucking podcast. You guys need to strap in because Bobby and I have been wanting to do this for, I don't know, four years. And this is what we so do. We wrap. This is what we do. This is literally me and Bobby talking on a regular basis. Um, it's not, itinerized or itinerary. It's just a little
0: weird window into our souls.
1: It's kind of weird, but you're going to get deeper into that when you start listening to what we're about to play for you. Cause we, we love what we're about to play for you. It means so much to us when I mean that, I mean like literally talk to Bobby and I at 2am on a Thursday. If we're up with listening to this, like this is, this is this is what makes our heart pump on a daily.
0: So, Stay in tune. This week's Whiskey Reel is brought to you by karma. Don't believe in karma? Fair enough. Do you believe in cosmic justice? Because we do. We've seen the evidence. It exists. And the next time you're in Beijing, don't leave your passport at the fucking airport. Yeah. Because that's what dumb people do. Dark web. Dark web. You now live on the dark web. <laughs> Karma is a proud sponsor of the Whiskey Reel. Yeah. All right. This is hard without Sean. You know, I will never say this to his face. Never. But Sean is. And I will edit out this segment. Oh, but we're
1: going to edit out yeah. all of this. No Sean is very important only because he does
0: everything. Um, I like to say. We should give him a little like Chudmo. Chadinsky. Little Chadinsky shout. Little Jason Stakehums. Oh, little Stakeham. We we do love that kitty. He's Dude. a he's a great kid. By the way, he's the best person ever. I, he is a really I, good person.
1: Full disclosure full disclosure, I had to I, I asked him to like Venmo me some cash because I needed it. And I was like, I'll get that back to you in five days. And he was like, yo, it's already in your bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's a good one boy. Of those. He's a, he's a, he's a ride or die motherfucker. And, um, this obviously wouldn't happen without him. This
0: week's episode is brought to you by hiccups. Aaron has them. Do you? (laughs) Shouldn't you? (laughs) Oh my God. I've had hiccups for 14 hours.
1: I just want you to know that. And Bobby's been really good about pretending they're not there.
0: Um. But they're so there. They're super there. You definitely have the hiccups. Um. Hank was. I get weirding. giving you a lot of shit about the hiccups. A lot higgups. of shit. Um, what do you think, buddy? Should we talk? Uh, talk some we're music. We're gonna go full music. Like this me. is kind of actually our content that we've talked about. We all went week. an
1: hour with nothing, and then we're gonna go <laughs> all
0: content. All content.
1: Um, Bobby and I, we told you about the. We told you about doing handsome boys and doing all that shit and. One of the progenitors of why we did that or talked about that was because the fact that we're such huge music fans and we're really big music fans when it comes to, like, hardcore and when it comes to hip-hop.
0: And we span a lot of genres, you
1: and I. A lot of genres. But I I think more than Chuddy, music's kind of what we we do. That's our shit. And... One of our favorite genres, one of the most important genres to us is post hardcore New York music. And we're talking late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s kind of span. And there's a lot of people that you can put into that. And we're so, like, we are we... going down the rabbit hole on this. Yes, I usually are. say we are not going down the
0: rabbit but hole, but we're going to rabbit hole this a little bit. Yes. So before we get into post hardcore, I guess it's important to know like, what, it... what is hardcore? What's hardcore? Yeah, and I guess we're talking about, and I I, I think hardcore. Y- you brought it up. It's New York bands tended to be on that edge. They
1: were on the forefront of hardcore. You know, there was obviously San Francisco was popping. Um,
0: but
1: if you've ever heard of Northwest like a band like
0: was popping mags then you understand what what we're hardcore about. is. Which yeah. okay, hardcore essentially was post post punk post-punk. <laughs> you know in a weird so, way
1: so so post like okay you got punk and that's been debated but let's be perfectly honest black flag fear 7 seconds exploited that was punk post punk was a different sort of thing you had this weird kind of pseudo genre yeah. that happened post punk and it was it was it, it, and we're going to talk about Fugazi a little bit because they're so important, even though those aren't the songs we're going to play. I would, I would almost call like, okay, so Youth Brigade and Fugazi was kind of the same stilo. Youth Brigade would be considered punk. Yes. Fugazi would be considered post-punk. They happened at the same time.
0: Right. Absolutely. A huge overlap. Yeah. Um well it, and, and, and I think in the background of all this, while the American punk movement was happening, um a lot of amazing metal music happened. And Which took kind of the thunder it, from that. It took not only did it take the thunder, but I think there was a mutual influence. Mm. So you would see things in the eighties like a thrash metal band like Metallica playing misfit songs. Right. And right. vice versa. Right, those bands would draw upon each other, and for me, post-hardcore music employs some really cool thrash metal elements—the big crunchy riffs, the big, you know, and the willingness to play a song for eight or nine minutes, and the, you know, to not be short form all of the fucking time.
1: No, there were those Dream Theater-y sort of fucking. Long form
0: 14 minute,
1: fucking, you know, which lives today in
0: Tool. And yeah, this whole period of music that we're talking about, these bands, I think, were informing each other. It's um, a good point. But I, I found, and the bands we're going to talk about are some guys that maybe you've never heard of. You've probably heard of like a band like Helmet. Yes. Um, We'll definitely play some Helmet for you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, you've heard of Unsung by Helmet. Yes. Um, We're going to get into one of our favorite mutual bands, a band by the name of Quicksand. Um, One of the
1: best bands you've never
0: heard of. Exactly. And I hope it changes your life. Um, We'll dig into some other stuff from other regions, you know, some Sonic Youth and things like that. But we just want to talk about... Uh, I guess it's almost a subgenre of a subgenre. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
1: it's called post-hardcore, which is kind of almost limiting.
0: Um, but it, there it was is. a
1: time in rock pre-grunge. Oh, well, actually, was going. <laughs> this is so shitty. It's so it's so muddy. There was a time after after punk and metal, like metal metal, like not like metal. Like that shit is so metal. It was real metal. G- Judas Priest and, and fucking Iron Maiden and Dio and, and all that. There was that metal metal, like the big figurative uh, theatrical ar- armbands with spikes and, and like the metal metal. There was that metal that happened in the mid-'80s, sure. early-'80s, and into the late-'80s. And then punk kind of was through that yeah, like, at the same exists. time. Like, yeah. And then especially... I'm from L.A. That punk was a huge part of who we were. Like, Fear and Black Flag were L.A. bands. Circle Jerks, L.A. LA band. Alice Bag, L.A. band. Um, Huge influences on everything. Um, Yeah. Vandals, huge L.A. band. Sure. So, you went through the 80s and there was this weird, like, lull before anything else happened. And what we call post-hardcore filled that lull. And I think nice. that's what Bobby and I are, are, are going to talk about is that late 80s, early 90s, mid-90s, while there was all this amazing hip-hop going on and rock music going on, there was this noise rock, kind of un unscripted, really loose.
0: Yeah, kind of a chaotic undercurrent yeah. of, of and music. It that, felt yeah. like punk to me. Right. No, and and that's that's the key, right? With post hardcore or hardcore music, because um, I think that even delves back into like bands like Chromags, like that that chaos and that feeling was always there, right? And 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 it it, it just lived within its own space. Yeah, it's,
1: it's so it's so what it is, and if somebody made that music now, they would be called dot dot dot. Right. You know what I mean? But at the time when when this music came out, there wasn't. And I know I hate that whole like, oh, it never sounded like this before. But it really didn't. It really didn't. They took. And the,
0: I'm guessing that like Chromags and fucking Angry Simones Gorilla Biscuits, and Gorilla and these Biscuits. bands like played right down the street or on the same bill as like As each punk other punk bands that you would like the Ramones. Dude, I played with them. You know what I mean? I Played right. with
1: the Angry Simones. I played with those guys. I like, mean. Yeah, that's like to call. There was an overlap of when punk became real rock, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus. Guys, there was a point where that happened. I don't know when it happened. You could probably get it down to the
0: year, but I've never spent the time to do it. Probably Animal Boy from the Ramones, or
1: well, and the Ramones being the outlier. You almost can't look at the Ramones as punk because they were so the Ramones. They almost need their own genre.
0: So that's the timeline, really, that we're talking about, Because, right? okay. Punk to this, hardcore to... That's what we want to focus
1: My on. question is, when the Ramones are doing their shit, what other band?
0: I mean, like... Don't region, say Sex Pistols. Like regionally or just... Don't, don't say f- Sex Pistols because they released well, one album. I mean, when the Ramones were doing their shit, the only... Who else? The only other band other than, I mean... Was doing that. Like in America? No, anywhere. No one was doing what the no, Ramones were doing. Nowhere. There was have, a lot of people doing short form rock songs
1: that were. There were
0: a lot of copies of the Ramones, you know. Um, and then there was bands that broke free of those restraints that I'm, continue to be called punk. I mean, I would. Point I'm gonna to go,
1: go the one. The band, damned. Uh, the damned would be a really good call, and I didn't even think about them. That's awesome. You brought that up. Um, my big one is Subhumans. Subhumans. Which Musically, we're better than the Ramones ever were. Like, if we're, and we're doing Ramone shit. So we're the Damned and the
0: Damned. <laughs> well, and I mean, well, this is a caveat. And on, but arguably, the, the Damned actually arguably, arguably had misfits. the first pun song ever. Arguably. Um uh, New Rose, I think was considered now is kind of widely considered like okay, this was the first punk song that ever actually. I don't made even it to know how label. you would
1: I wouldn't even know how you would equivocate
0: that but one. we're kind of we're, 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 tangent, we're but spiraling that's we out a little bit yeah.
1: but after all of that, when Bobby and I, because we're we're the same age, grew up, those those angry young street kids, you gravitated to a few different things. you either went into hip hop, which that was all culturally like where you where you were at. You went into metal, or you went into this weird little indie rock subgenre. Pixies sort of. I'm I don't yeah, yeah. fit in anywhere, guy. Bob Mould and, and, right, and, and Husker Du and Husker and the Pixies, and Dinosaur and, Jr. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that shit happened kind of at this same time. And I know Bobby, you found that through your brother. I found that through friends of mine that didn't naturally come to me. I was a hip hop guy my whole life and the sounds, the sounds intrigued me. The subject matter intrigued me. I always loved punk. I grew up with it. I loved it, but it was very limited as far as I was concerned. Very limited. What post hardcore heart, not just post, but hardcore did and post hardcore, it added musicality to the vitriol that we were all feeling. Right. It wasn't just this abrasive go, "fuck the government, fuck you, fuck Bush, fuck this, fuck Reagan." It just wasn't that. There was this beautiful musicality to it and a, a songwriting aspect to it that punk didn't have. And no, it was, and it and it dealt with noise, and feeling, and this emotion, and it wasn't emotion by virtue of the the time signatures or the instrumentation. It was literally the mix. It was, no, we called it noise rock. Right. It was noise. And it was this beautiful jumble. It was like your stomach when you're digesting. It was just, rawr, rawr, it was just noise. And it made sense to us. For we sure. We gravitated towards it. Definitely. That's why we're talking about it right now. And we should probably peel
0: into the, the bands that we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, for quicksand sure. Quicksand being the band that almost brought you and me together. I know in a weird way, we never, like when we first met, we never really talked Quicksand. I no, think. we
1: talked hip hop.
0: In fact, I think it took like a it, year. It,
1: was, it was all Wu-Tang for a year. Yeah, it was. And <laughs> I, Which, by the way, yeah. if you're going to start on a fucking subject matter,
0: always start on Wu-Tang. <laughs> I, I do though. I think I, I think it, like a year into it. And
1: then you went into my car.
0: Yes. And you had a fucking quicksand. I had, CD. I had
1: manic compression
0: on. <laughs> and you
1: got in here. I, pl- I was playing it. We were driving. You were like, is this fucking quicksand? <laughs> I was like, do you actually know this? And he was like, do I know it? Put it on track seven. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we yeah, all just. No and then it was a big fucking jerk off love fest after that. Because this is what. And mind you, this wasn't something we pulled out of the archives. I lit. I literally have two, Quicksand CDs in my car. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, yes, I'm I still have CDs. This is steady. Go rotation. fuck you off.
0: I've got Quicksand albums on vinyl. Absolutely. I, I mean, these guys are steady this rotation. This is. This I, listen is, to, I go back to this band. This is as love, much as love.
1: This is love, love. And I don't know why, but it's it's just, it's it's very four four. It's very rock. Yes. In it's in its verse chorus first chorus, bridge first chorus the setup is a but the noise the sound of the instrumentation the sound of what they're doing the emotive quality of the vocals it's it's not the same as grunge or metal or it's no, it different. was a it was a different Different yeah,
0: evolutionary track. I think so too, and it went off in its own, which became another,
1: which begot begot maybe Tones and begot emo,
0: screamo, screamo,
1: emo, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, that and we'll you get guys, into some of that. We'll get into yeah, to,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: And that's not bad. That's not a. That's not. A, we're all. not. We're not. not we're not. not, not, we're not that's no degradation of what what that is. I'm a huge. I'm maybe one of the biggest Deftones fans you'll ever be in, in your life. Yeah. That that was a tangent that was created by bands like Pixies, Dinosaur Jr., it all Sonic Youth, yeah, um, all those bands and the bands we're
0: going to talk about bands, bands that we've talked about in the past. I mean, you yeah. can not talk about bands like Quick Tones without Deftones without talking about um, Faith No More, yeah, or Faith bands like that, that 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 did have that combined. And by
1: the way, if you haven't heard, you can go back and listen to. We did two episodes on Faith No More. Yeah, we did you two episodes that, on the Pixies. Um,
0: so you told me to. We were gonna play a little, quicksand song. Yeah. What, what were you thinking, my friend? I have my favorites. You got I, your favorites. I,
1: we we could have went hundred directions because we literally can go down every single song, and we, you know we can. Yeah. Um, Landmine right. Spring was a call out. Like when he's screaming Landmine Spring, it felt like. I'm like screaming for my dad. You know what I mean? Like it was like emotional landmine spring and it's the whole explosion of life. And you listen to this and it was so like visceral and like it just, it got in your guts. I don't even know how to like explain it. But when he's saying landmine spring and he's just shouting it in the, in the dredge of it and the just churning of it, it felt, it's so like life. Right. To me. You know. no, no doubt about it. Yeah, and I know you love this song, too.
0: I, I mean, I love this it. This is
1: one of your favorite songs, This is too. one of my favorite songs. Yeah, this um, is my I think choice. when we brought
0: this up, I, I screamed Landmine Spring. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, you're <laughs> and you're like, that's he, mine, bitch. He usually
1: does <laughs> when he comes.
0: Yeah. This is something he like usually
1: me. screams Landmine Spring when he comes.
0: Should we? Should we throw a dose? We should throw a dose. All right. That song found all, it, yeah. And he's
1: just like, it's a landmine spring. And obviously, a landmine it's a mine, you step on it, right? It compresses, you blow up, right? It's a landmine spring. It's like a, it's a, it's definitely a figuratively life. You step on something and it just explodes in your face. Right. And, and, and his tone when he's saying, fucking
0: relationship or a Whatever. It's I, literally yeah. everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. especially
1: for guys like us. No, it's yeah. everything. But but his tone and and he's a uh, the the dude that that sings this, and I don't know his name, and I should. God, but, I know. I can't a, remember. A, they, he, we should have prepped that because band. we haven't even talked about Rival Schools, which is his other band after Quicksand, which is a shredder of a band, which is named after a con- like named after a video game. These guys are kind of pre-nerd almost rock. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, no, really. Oh, it's
1: it's pre-nerd rock, dude, because um, really, Weezer was the intro to nerd rock. That was when it was cool
0: to be a nerd and wear square rim glasses. I would and fucking kill to have Rivers Cuomo sitting here at the table with us and just talking be able to ask quicksand? him, like, are, were you a quicksand fan? Oh, God, you know that I motherfucker. Guarantee
1: you oh, my sand. God. I guarantee you. And by the so. way, Rivers Cuomo, obviously Weezer, one of the shreddiest guitar players, you will never hear shred a guitar. The guy can play anything on a yeah, guitar no and doubt. just doesn't. And he's that talented. And that he, everybody in the business knows he, he it. He chooses his battles. Every Why do you think <laughs> he gets so much dap in the community, music sure. community? Because they know at any moment he could Steve Vai on you. He could just right. go bananas on you, and, and you've just got to build it. up a
0: lot of cred to be able to like not put out a good album in twenty years. Well, <laughs> oh. you know what I mean, and they just keep letting you make albums. <laughs> That's so silly and true. <laughs> but I mean, he's amazing. I love the dude. He's amazing, and if but- he do all the fucking Toto covers he wants to do or exactly. whatever. Thanks for I thanks like for Africa, song, but Appreciate you know, it. like yeah. I mean, let's face it. Whatever. That band hasn't been the same for a while and you have two words, blue album. You know?
1: That's all you need in your entire life. Yeah. If any if any of us as people those first three albums to me are pretty pivotal. If any of us in our lives made a blue album. Imagine if every person that you've ever known made a blue album. How good would the world be? It'd be a really there'd be no war. There'd be no war. Yeah. No. Absolutely, no, I man. wouldn't have to touch my own deck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Landmine Spring, uh, Quicksand. Uh,
0: please check these guys out, man. Like, I, there's two they albums. They have a new album as which, of like last year,
1: which I, it's I'm really I'm, fucking good. It's really good. I haven't given it as many runs as the old shit, obviously, because it's not 25 years old. But do me a favor. There are two albums from Quicksand that, if you're a fan of rock, in general, and I don't wanna put any sort of like no like pre like not metal, not folk, not whatever. These these albums are so good. Manic compression, manic depression. Manic compression. Manic compression. I was Slip. The first album slip. called Slip, slip yeah. And slip the and opening manic,
0: gambit of Slip. Slip is and, what and Manic Compression. Because Slip's not as good an album as Manic Compression. No, but it isn't. That opening riff. But there, will there are f- fucking red or slip. Soul apart. It's and, like you will immediately hear exactly why you want to listen to *Quicksand* for the rest of your life.
1: And we are talking 93, 94, 95, 96. Yeah.
0: Like, um, we're 94 we're, ish, I think, is yet what we're talking about. Like, uh, I and mean, uh,
1: this isn't, this has been out for 25
0: yeah. years. Yeah. Well, we could go a little older.
1: Um, no, I'm just saying. A, um, a, a, as
0: how f- about a little trip back to 1988? What are we? Oh, we're doing we're doing Paul McCartney you topped the charts. No, I don't. I don't remember. Who. I don't remember Everybody who topped the charts. and ivory. <laughs> um, So we're gonna go like kind of across the country. This is a, uh, another. I guess I, I like I like hardcore. And I like the idea of calling it noise rock. Noise rock, dude. That's all it then, is. Because it, it was reverb. just smashing the Midwest. It was
1: res- Yeah. And, and we all know Sonic Youth. I know you guys say, uh, this is one of those bands like the Pixies, where you say, I know it, and then I ask you what song is your favorite, and you don't know any
0: songs. Yeah, exactly.
1: Which makes total sense. And that's not a fucking indictment on
0: you. No, you had the Fight Club soundtrack, and you're like, Thank oh, you. I love those guys. Oh, I love
1: those guys. And you're like, nah. Have none. you ever you dug don't. into how gnarly... <laughs> Sonic Youth is um, um, from a, yeah. from a, from a band standpoint, I
0: there mean, obviously... was
1: nobody and, and guys and guys like fucking, especially dude. And if the Pixies tell me they've never listened to Sonic, Youth, you go fuck yourself. I think the Pixies are, are personally ingratiated to Sonic Youth <laughs> there, but there are other bands or bands like the breeders and the toadies and all these bands that have these like really prominent female, um energies in them I don't know if there was a band before Sonic Youth that had such a prominent female energy
0: no I mean yeah I mean you could definitely like Kim was a fucking nightmare right? Dude. I mean up until that point you're talking about bands like and fuck they always play bass so you're talking about like Chrissy fucking Hind or no, Chrissy uh, Hind played guitar J- Johnette but, Napolitano from Concrete Nepal, Blonde she exactly, was definitely a bass player but, but think about um, this
1: what do bass players do? Uh,
0: rock, hold it down. They hold it down. They Makes sense. hold it down. Makes sense. They're
1: the rhythm section. That's
0: why every single man has always wanted to date a fucking female bass player, dude. They will crush your soul. I know. So yeah. and then this go, band happens to have one, and then go to India. <laughs> There's a little girl by the name of Kim Gordon. Yeah, I've um, heard of her. Yeah, uh, Thurston Moore. Thurston, um, dude. Who is? Uh, I mean, they both do vocals. With this band, they've been—I mean, ever since my brother introduced me to washing machine or whatever back in like 1984, they've been playing
1: together for 30 years.
0: Yeah, this is literally a 30-year band. I mean, rather ripped, Sonic Nurse. I mean, these albums came out in the last five years, man. Like these guys are still dropping,
1: still killing it. Fucking amazing guys. But Bobby reminded me he's gonna play a song right now, and he reminded me because I hadn't heard the song. In literally over 20 years. And I texted him, I feel like a horrible person not n- remembering how good this fucking song is. This might be the perfect post-hardcore song.
0: Well, and time. I think it's the perfect Sonic Youth song.
1: It is so Sonic Youth and so it so wraps what we were all feeling.
0: It does the whole like uh soft, loud. Soft, loud, yeah, quiet loud, quiet loud, quiet loud. Just with a I mean, the opening guitar riff when this song finally uh uh, just explodes is a banger. It's a godsend thirst
1: and play a little guitar. And let's and let's be honest. None of these people individually could make it in most bands. Right. As musicians. They just couldn't. Like from a from a fucking playability standpoint, they're not Individually proficient
0: musicians, right? And I have Thurston Moore albums, and they're fine, but like,
1: there's but some, not, there's,
0: there's a, a an alchemy. Oh, that's a great word. Dude. There's they an are, alchemy that happens. They're making Thirst gold. Dog would play songs. They're with, making with gold
1: Kim. with Kim, and I don't know what that. Com- yeah. com- Same with the Pixies. Same with Frank. When 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 old Francois got with the boys and the girls and made Pixies music. It's different from Frank Black music, and it was better. And I don't—he probably doesn't know why—and it's probably frustrating for both of them. Yeah, to go
0: and those Frank Black albums, those LA albums, not great. They're good. They're good rock albums.
1: I want to live in Los Angeles, but.
0: That's you know, well, my girl Cam Deal was not part of the gambit. I, it it, it didn't just work.
1: fell apart. It didn't work. There and was a feeling. They're,
0: they're touring, I think, this year without her. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Go fuck. her. Well, yeah, it. and go fuck. And I would never see. Arms.
1: I would never see the Pixies without Kim. Nope. I'm sorry, and she's a fat old hag now. But whatever. I think she fucked my friend. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say, and I think I have proof. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Um, so, <laughs> check out some You some teeny, um, some teeny weeny. 1988, the little album called Daydream Nation. This is the opener. This is a big, um, this is the opening slow. song
1: off their first album.
0: Um, not their first no, album. No, but like this is their first, this was their first LP. I feel like right? Daydream Nation is their, not their breakthrough because it didn't make them famous, not that they ever really no, got the famous. the next album got famous. But Daydream Nation, like. That's when people started to take notice. Put them on and map. all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, they're on fucking. This sounds uh, so good. What was the fucking MTV show? Like they were on. Uh, um, the, the Matt the, Pinfield? The Matt Pinfield show. Uh, 40, uh,
1: 20, it was uh, Whatever it was. 360 yeah, was great. hours was great. or uh, 127 hours or I don't know.
0: Well, they had like three shows. Did he, like, his, show, did he cut his metal show? That was UMTV Raps.
1: Show. Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. And Matt Pinfield is. Wow. Alternative uh, dickhead. Everybody's talking about the stormy weather. What's a man to do, but work out where this is? Looking for a man with a focus and a temper who open up a map that's see between one and two. Time to get it before you let
0: Isn't it interesting that you can't describe punk?
1: No. no.
0: There is no de- description of punk. It's it's that thing. is like, if you tell me that something I'm doing is not punk, then you're being super not punk.
1: <laughs> By telling me
0: what the fuck I'm doing Dude, isn't punk. Are you you know what I mean? Dude, this is because... I call it the clash conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> the Clash nundrum. because like they were told by so many people, right? Like what you're doing is not punk. It's not punk. So and they're like, like, and then Strummer's like, yeah, well, go fuck yourself. I don't give a flying fuck what you call us. We're or, still making our music. We're fucking amazing musicians that are just going to keep well, making I, amazing I, music. I, but Strummer is a weird sort of
1: like adjunct thing because he made his Strummer made Strummer. He was doing the Clash. And brought in that Hepcat shit. Brought in like that. He brought in that that fucking Moody ska shit. That yeah. Like, he did whatever he wanted. Is that the
0: first. I mean. I mean. I know we just played Sonic Youth, and we're yeah. We'll talk about and Sonic that Youth. and that song.
1: By the way, guys, if you don't know how to impress a female, Bangaroo, put on Teenage Riot, dude. Teenage Riot, and dance around and tuck your penis in, because that's probably <laughs> gonna get you laid. or not.
0: Yeah. Something Uh, like that. Or something like that.
1: (laughs) But that was, that was that avant-garde. Um, and we're all fans of, I mean, it's hard to say I'm a fan of Lou Reed or I'm a fan of, uh, velvet underground because nobody really is. Nobody, uh, sits back on their porch and puts on a velvet underground CD, but we all appreciate them. Especially the shit that he, they did with Nico, like all tomorrow's parties and this real dissonant, Drony, washed out. Now was I think I Bobby. want to
0: hang out with someone that sits I don't want around to, talk and listens about to No, undergrad.
1: nobody wants to listen to anything about, sure to be involved in that. but no. you appreciate it. Of course. And Bobby and I, when we were listening to that first thing, I, I listened to it the other day and I told him I was almost embarrassed by not listening to this for the last 20 years and how well this hell holds up. Oh yeah. And this wash of sound there's a drone if you were to take down all the highs out of that mix and just listen it would be just a for four for like six yeah, and I mean, a half minutes super droney it's a wo for six minutes and it's a, and it's of a wash of just
0: this so like the the feel. app that i use to play this music like yeah. you can see sort of the sound wave kind of effect right. they lay it out for you it's all it's washed a up brick right? yeah it's a brick of it's sound. Not a w- it's not There's a wave. no ups and downs. Yeah. It's not like a Pixie song where you're like, right. oh, this is where that part kicks in.
1: Which is dynamics, like, right? Which is like dynamics. Sonic
0: Youth has the same dynamics, right. but it never stops in the background. There is a wall of There's sound. There's a wave of that is washiness, so and
1: it's so like post what it we're is. talking about. It's so what we're it's talking about. It's roasty
0: posty, dude.
1: It's what's up. Um, that's a great bet. If you don't know Quicksand... Um, you should. I know you all know Sonic Youth because we all know you've heard yeah, of you them. Did. You couldn't name a song, no. Nope. Uh, but you all you, think you've you seen. You Jaws all too. <laughs> And you haven't. <laughs> and you haven't. <laughs> Mand- Mandela effect
0: on Sonic Youth. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: It's a Sonic Youth effect. Oh, I love that. Ooh, it's a, it's a Sonic I wish, Youth I wish effect. We had Blake here to explain oh that God, to us again. Dude, that little sexy short gingy. He's a little gingy. A little little love gingy him. sexy fucker. Um. That's for Blake Crouch, by the way. Yeah, he's our friend before he gets too big to be our friend. So, three months. That three months (laughs) time. We're (laughs) we're on on borrowed time. But I will tell you that I guarantee you that Blake Crouch loves Teenage Riot. Oh yeah, record. I would go that shit.
0: I, I would bet the farm
1: on that. We're going to move, we're going to move on to a band. This is one of So now the, we're
0: going back across the country again.
1: We're going to I... fly across the country and I know we're going music heavy because it's the handsome boys and we don't give a fuck about the risk. This is what we career. do. Um, there's a band that nobody's ever heard about. I guarantee this because nobody has like I've, I've had conversations with people. Bobby is one of the three people in my life. Who I brought this name up and they've heard of them. Granted, can tell you an album name, couldn't tell you a song, but there is a, a once you've heard these guys, there's a, a certain thing, and I I I wish Dave Sardi, who is the front man of a band called Bark Market, Bark Market, and this was back in the '90s when there was heavy alliteration on everything, right? <laughs> like, you know, like God Pod, and you know, like there was like everything was alliterated really hardcore. But Bark Market was an, an East Coast band. They're New York guys there. They, they weren't upstate. They were actual New York band and they were coming out. Could you imagine these guys coming out at the same time as like biohazard and
0: oh, wow. other
1: yeah. other other fucking just full thrash guys anthrax same time. Right. Right. Um, before them, but same, like, they were trying to break the binds of whatever that thrash was at the time. Because you could imagine New York was either, it was either fucking David Byrne or fucking Anthrax. And yeah, right. Not a lot in between. Um And Dave Sardi, who, who and it's Sardi, S-A-R-D-I-S, may, went on to uh produce bands. I don't know if you've heard of them, called System of a Down and... Pavement and um, helmet, and um, he went on to like Mar- oh Marilyn Manson. I don't know if you've heard of that guy, and he went on to produce albums and songs for those guys. And now currently works uh, Danny Elfman style. He's trying to get all that Danny Elfman money into in scores. So he, he actually he actually scored *Zombieland* in twenty one, and right. um, very uh, prolific, talented man. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say this. I don't know what this guy did in the studio. I've been in studios my whole life. My dad built them. I recorded in them. I made albums with my band. I was in the best studios on the planet, record plant in California. I've seen what a 48 track board looks like and been on with the best mics and everything in the world. I don't know how Bark Market I don't know how Dave Sardi made his guitar tone. His guitar tone, I can't even understand it. It's like he played it through a synth and then played a guitar off the synth and then went back into a synth. I don't know how he did it. It's indescribable to me, but this is noise rock. That is the definition of noise rock. And this is a three-piece, by the way. This is just Dave Sardi, a bass, and a drummer. I don't know how they did this. I've seen uh, clips online of them playing live like in Japan and shit. I wish I would have known about these guys when I was like I, – I found out after the fact. I think I learned about them when I was like 22 or 23, which was when they were already into the like end of their career. We were just so inundated with such good music. Like how are you supposed to find you a know, band like Bark Which Market? makes sense
0: because that's when I found Quicksand.
1: Exactly. I found Quicksand – After they already broke up. Yeah. Right. There were Rival Schools was already out before I found Quicksand. Right. Ouch. Hey man, there's so many good bands. What are you gonna do? I've got a large canon of music I listen to, and that gets precedence. It's very hard to get me with new shit. I'm telling you right now, if you're a fan of Madonna. Dude, I've heard of (laughs) that. She's pretty good. I've heard of that dude. She's got big shoulders.
0: So we got to, are we going to go Lard Room?
1: Lard Room, Little Wing Doves, man. Little White Doves. Little
0: White Doves. um, This is a fucking fantastic song. Um,
1: And this, the reason I chose this, it's off an EP. They have bigger songs that they've done commercially, like Visible Cow and uh, Joss, I think was it called, Joss Slacker or Slack Jaw or something. This song, when I heard it for the first time, embodied everything that have been trying to do. And it's a. Short microcosm of everything they're good at at the right. same time. Absolutely. They probably, if I asked Dave Sardi what his favorite song is and I told him I like this one, he'd probably go, You're a fucking You're idiot. An idiot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to listen to it and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. This is the education.
0: Oh. That is... Tortured. S- such fun. Yeah, man. This I'm, tortured youth. Oh. Emo before it was emo. E- this before... was primo. <laughs> primo. Wow. Yeah, Did no, you just no, invented no, a term? No, we just made that up. We just made that up. Um, that was definitely uh, primo. Trademark. Um, Copyright. This was
1: primo, dog.
0: No, I actually owe Aaron a lot for getting me into Bark Market.
1: The, and it was easy, because once you go down the quicksand, Deftoni... Yeah, like, highway oh, of shit, life. There's
0: more, you know, it when just I, doesn't yeah. end. Dude. I mean, those I and mean, we're talking. I mean, rival schools. We you mentioned that rival earlier. schools I is mean, so good. What a fucking great album. You great talk about album, pre fucking primo. primo. I mean, full on primo. Uh, we're,
1: gonna, we're gonna drive this marketing into the ground. No, I it's think primo. So. It's primo. no
0: yeah. doubt about
1: it. Pretty um, emo. Um, so before Chemical Romance and all your shitty bands that you grew up listening to. There was a lot of really, really good bands. And it's important. I think that gets it. it same thing happened with hip hop. You guys might have grown up thinking it was only um, P. Diddy or it was only a certain guy's. And you don't realize there was so much going on before that. And that doesn't make what you were listening to bad. It just means that there's so much more underneath the dirt. Dude. You got to grind and get underneath there and dig your way in. God damn. Bark Market and Quicksand literally sustained me for 10 years. Yeah. I think I, I I was refusing to listen to any. I And there were bands that I love, like the first Mudvayne album and the, the first like real hardcore shit, which was just like, whoa, like that kind of fucking break down your soul. First Slipknot. Hey, everybody right. shits on Slipknot. I'm going to tell you what. Nope. You go fuck with those dudes, man. Fuck with the musicianship on that first album. Try it. Th- that is masterful musicianship, and and you don't like you don't have to like the music, but you cannot negate the fact that the 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 quality of how they played their instruments, and the production that uh, guys like um, Quicksand did and Bark Market were just. It sounded like it made sense to me. When I was at my yeah. point in my life, where it it, it 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 totally mirrored my feelings about life, like this dissonant, um, distorted, beautifully melodic thing made sense. Right. And
0: I don't know why, and it just did, and it was it was it was impactful oh. for me speaking, so much. Speaking of melodic, you've heard of a gentleman named Stephen Malkmus? Never heard of him. Um, he's played a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were having a conversation sent at the ranch the other day and we talked we brought up uh, Pavement and uh, their relationship wow. was to this whole thing and Sardi produced Pavement it's, shit and, some of Pavement Um, are. it's a little different vibe but, but
1: wait, how different but the same
0: can you but get but like the the, <laughs> the feeling the the sense of like um, uh, culture behind it yeah yeah, seems very, very much the same. Same, same Incredibly roots, right? Talented same roots. Musicians. Same yeah. roots. It's
1: almost pre-Flaming Lips, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Was pavement and melodic and fun. Hell, probably a little more like akin to like Dinosaur Jr. Yes, bands like 100%. that of that genre. But I think there, you can still so shred it. Not lump them in, but like that. This is a band that is important to talk about. Like, oh and we've God, never yes. talked God, about. God, yes,
1: God, yes. Um, pavement was so. They were artsy fartsy um, in the interim between like Warhol and arcade fire for sure
0: and a like weirdly arhythmic sometimes yeah, oh hundred they would play these They're weird these weird syncopated and fucking, like, like bullshit yeah, like, what the fuck
1: yeah one guy like the drums playing seven eleven and the other guy's playing four six you know the other yeah guy's playing six nine always. And,
0: it's and, just but it all syncopic. came together in the yes. end, and it was like...
1: That's why I brought up Arcade Fire. You know, right. Which yeah, is one of sure. the
0: bands that I don't I think would be most likely akin. I saw Arcade Fire in a weird way. They're good. Because I had no idea who the fuck they were.
1: Oh, boy. That must have been fun. And so it was when like 37 two, people got on
0: stage? 2005. <laughs> oh, wow. You didn't have any idea who Arcade And Fire. they were like stage two at the fucking Sasquatch Festival okay. in George Washington. And I just walked... yeah. Dude, there's just a hundred people on 100. the fucking stage. And there's like how chicks playing like squeeze boxes and fucking oh, like all this weird shit. It's a shit. nightmare. You know? There's
1: one girl just breaking plates against her head. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like, was how, a musician. Like, how does she feel? How does she Is she okay? Because I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hot that day. It could have been the Molly. I
0: guess. could have been. <laughs> I wouldn't have because of have all it. the Molly.
1: I couldn't have
0: known. Um, so, so fucked pavement, up for... We, you had brought up uh, haircut, which is yeah, probably their biggest hit.
1: Cut Your Hair is probably you your hair. their biggest hit. Like, not the their best song. Hit. Not their best song, but it kind of encapsulates them, which is why I said if you so, like...
0: I, I've been thinking about this a little uh, bit. I, I, Bobby's so, going to come out of I'm the pivoting. fucking box, dude. No, I'm not really. Do this it. is actually probably their third biggest hit. Okay. Like, when it's all said and done. Third, <laughs> third But biggest. I really like the idea behind this song about like a... Do it. a this Don't is, tell me. It's almost just like a Rolling it. Stone cover story. Don't do a it, young tell band it. struggling with their fame, oh, and they're God. struggling with their like exposure or whatever. The shitty trope. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And by the way, um, Beck, you're welcome. Fuck cake. No, you brought up cake. Welcome. When you brought up
0: cake, that you nailed Um, it. Oh my
1: god. You're welcome. Like if it wasn't for Sonic Youth
0: and those guys listen
1: to. Dude, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for these bands, those bands that you love, (sighs) even going into like Three Eleven and going into like morphing bands, like. This all came from these guys willing to break rules. That's a whole nother podcast. No, it's, it's rule breaking where I, I don't need to follow this. I don't need to go verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge, verse chorus. And I'm just, my guitars are pushed all the way up in the mix and my drums are pushed all the way down. And we're just doing whatever the fuck we want. And yes, we all listen to the same music coming out of the box, but dude, this is different. And, and guys like this do things different. And they deserve the respect. Because without without Sonic Youth,
0: without Dinosaur Junior, without um these guys I mean, like like you the bands that we've actually listened to notwithstanding, just think about the bands that we've talked about today. I mean, we've talked about the, piskies, the Pixies and who's could do. And we've talked about Payton. We've talked about Dinosaur Jr. We we've can't even get black, in there, black, everybody. Bad brain. Fear. We've fucking talked about Circle jerk. Circle jerk. I mean, we've covered... Legendary. And, like,
1: this is... But this is what me... By the way, guys, this is what me and Bobby do every single time we get together. <laughs> every time we get this together. This might be insufferable to you, but this is literally yeah. our lives. Yeah. Like, we'll be shooting yeah. pool over at Oreos And this is what we tomorrow. do. And we're still talking about Husker Do. And we're talking about Beck. And we're talking about uh, this one. And I've been
0: chasing a sugar glider for two hours, too. So, like, I'm multitasking. I have a flying rat. I'm obsessed with a flying rat. I have a feral flying rat in my house. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, dude. I have a feral flying rat. We talked about it on the podcast once I feed it. I feed it. I need an update.
1: I feed it turkey, grapes, carrots, um, green lettuce. um, Is your... I don't, even flying do, rat. I don't even know where it is. Is your flying rat cuter than baby Yoda? Dude, my my dude, I think it would fuck. up Because it's baby in the conversation. Yoda. It's Bro. in the conversation. I think my my It's rat, in the conversation. I think the rat would fuck up Yoda.
0: I I mean, Yoda's definitely a force user, but I mean But does he fly? Uh clearly not. No. Um Does my thing fly? I mean he'll he'll levitate a desert dinosaur, can, but <laughs> can my rat eat a frog hole? Um, no. No. But can baby Yodes? No. no. For sure. Um, baby Yodes can suck down before a frog, we, dog. Before we, like, kind of sign out of all this, Yeah. should By we the talk way, a little baby Yoda real quick? Yes.
1: I, I think the best... Are you the, caught up? The, yes, I am. The best thing I've ever seen ever was Bobby text me that um, it's the fact that he was the fact that he would burn baby Groot just to make warmth for baby Yoda which warmth. is the most uh, fucking salient point I've heard in a long time because seriously baby Yoda's so fucking cute baby Groot can go suck it dude like seriously so, and, he's and, the worst
0: and that's not my point I didn't no I know make, it's make a, that up I'm pretty sure I stole that from a tweet of some sort but yeah um you but, watched. You watched this week's Mandalorian.
1: This um, I'm on episode four, so if there's uh, episode okay. five, out, there is. Okay, it's
0: episode five. It's on Plex. Can so, I ask you a question before please. watching that? By all means.
1: Was it? Um, hopefully, um, did they disregard episode four and move forward? Because um, that was kind of an all. That yeah. was an entitlement. Um,
0: and this is oh, an episodic these... episode two. It's stronger. Okay, good. Um, Thank you. It has a really interesting cameo from Amy Sedaris, which wow. I don't know if you're familiar with. Yeah, really, but, dude, totally, um, dude. And she's really good in the episode. The that episode's really that's good. That's Strangers with Candy, bitch. Um, right? The only thing I'll tell you about this, yes. Oh, and we could do a podcast on Strangers with Candy. With candies. No doubt. Um, the only it, thing I will tell you that this does—it's like on good a, Tracy Ullman. This ends on a, a cliffhanger, <laughs> really. To and I don't want to. Is it I'm not good gonna, though? I'm not going to get spoilery. Was it? It's really low key cliffhanger style, right? Oh. but it also leads me to believe that we're we're about to venture into some old school Star Wars territory on the show. Yeah. Someone, oh! Someone's about How that. excited. So, the only thing... I'm watching that and I right mean,
1: after right after we're done. I'm watching that. The only
0: thing I'll tell you about this episode... Is what? Is that it takes place on Tatooine. <sighs> That's what I... I heard the It rumor. takes place on I Tatooine heard the rumor that five cool years after Return of the Jedi. <sighs> oh, so, when one thinks about the events that <sighs> yeah, happened on Tatooine... Yeah, on
1: Tatooine. And, t- and Return of like, the Jedi. Like, Yeah.
0: We might be getting a cameo here. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. Is it going to happen?
0: I think it's going to happen, man. I think it's going to happen. Fuck you, dude. Watch the episode, bruv. You're going to love it. Yo, dude. I'm so. You know what I've loved? I'm balls over tits. I've loved this episode of the fucking handsome boy modeling. This is what we do, dude. Whiskey reel. This is what we do. School. So I, of the mind. I
1: hope, <laughs> I
0: hope all of you have loved this
1: episode because we loved it. We 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 always. Bobby and I have always talked about going down the rabbit hole of post hardcore. There's such like a weird little shitty subgenre that him and I love so much. Like it's it like and when I say that it's not a it's not an inquisitive affair. We we literally. I'm going to say there's probably not three days that go by that I don't listen to one of the bands that we talked about. Definitely. It's part of our lives. It's who we are. Um, This built us, uh, per se, along with all the stuff that we love. Bobby obviously loves a lot of like more of like highbrow kind of um, lovely Nick Cavey sort of fucking, you know, angelic sort of shit. I like people with no teeth. That kicks lyrics. We all have our shit. But we could all meet in the middle and agree that this is this is substantive, beautiful music that we all should listen to. If you like rock, you should definitely listen to this. If you don't like rock, then you're not a good person, so you should probably not listen to the podcast. Yeah,
0: I don't even know why you're listening to this shit, right? Why now. would
1: you not like rock? Have you ever met somebody that goes, you know
0: what, I don't I don't I don't think like I've ever rock. actually met someone that would say that. No ever in the history it's of like a- I don't like rock music but then you like oh really what's your favorite rock band and they're like the Eagles and I'm like I fucking hope you kill yourself they're like
1: Nickelback <laughs> dope
0: oh you mean Nickelback 2 or Eagles 2.0 Eagle. yeah.
1: <laughs> you mean the re-Eagles yeah. the preagles?
0: Yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> the re-Eagles the re-Eagles
0: um, gross gross yeah <laughs> I like rock music that has a like, fair amount of balls
1: like soul in uh-huh. heart, just saying. Of course. There's a reason why we um, amplified guitars.
0: Before Thank we you. put a bow yeah, on this shit, we're almost at two hours. I'm going to edit we're out. We're going to do this. Almost nothing. No, so, we're not ending out shit. Um, Go fuck yourselves. Everybody. In fact, I'm editing shit in. This is going to be a three-hour <laughs> podcast. Uh, you got a pearl of wisdom for me?
1: Oh, clutch your pearls, dog. We're going to reach back. Um, yeah. How about this? If you're going to do something... Make sure that you're very, very, very secure in that decision because the outcomes of those decisions can make you do bad. Like, you can have bad karmic events. You could get a flat tire. You could run out of gas. You could lose your wallet. You could uh, fly all the way to China after planning for your whole life (laughs) and spending thousands of dollars (laughs) and lose your passport. There's a hundred things that can happen. Things can go wrong. Things can go wrong. How about you treat people really well? And you wish for the best. Shit's, bad shit's still gonna happen, but treat people really well. Do it, do it your utmost. Like when you think you're treating somebody good, treat them better. See what the outcome can be. I guarantee if you treat everybody as you would treat yourself, and I know that's golden ruley and whatever, but literally, the guy at the grocery store, instead of just saying thank you, say thank you. Hey, have a great day. I like your tie. Um, You know what I mean? What are you doing this weekend? Go that extra mile and see what happens. See that feedback that you get. Because it's this regenerative, like, fucking bounce back and forth between people that happen. What's your clutch?
0: Oh, man. Um, I think that I would say don't let the National Football League referees ruin your fucking day. Because it's Ugh. brutal, dude. Bobby's talking right to me right they're, now. They're they're horrible.
1: He's literally talking to it's me. right now. It's a horrible
0: situation that's going on in football. But we just need to continue enjoying. If you're, the you're a Niners fan, what it is. if it's a
1: Niners, if you're a Niners fan, you're welcome. Um,
0: but yeah, man. Like I've been a National Football League fan for thirty plus years, and yeah, you have. Um, I root for the Miami Dolphins, so no one has it worse than me. So, no, well, except, except the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to get Joe Burrow, so. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But you're going to get Tua. They win in that regard. You're going to fall down yeah, into we'll Tua. I don't even care. I, don't, yeah. I just love watching the game. It's fun. That was fun to watch football with you today, man. I I that was I feel blast. I feel it. We've watched two or three of the best games that oh, we've seen yeah, in dude, years. It's crazy. Month, Every time so. Bobby
1: and I get together, regardless of the day, it's the game of the month. Right. I don't know why that happens, it just but happens. we're going to be watching all the playoffs and giving you updates and watching the Super Bowl and giving you updates and doing all of that, because that's what we do. This but mostly,
0: is... we fucking rocked out some handsome boy shit. We got to fucking say one more what's up. First of all, Deshaun Mo. Dude. We fucking miss you. We obviously miss
1: the big, big, big,
0: big Buddha. I never want to fucking do this part Not of my podcast of it again. again. I, I it's mean, garbage. I'm going to burn my laptop. <sighs> Because I'm never doing this again. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's really not that big of a deal. But I got actually, I've got like three more hours. Of but I, pre- but, but you can
1: appreciate how gangster Sean Moe is.
0: We we really miss that big. The Party. buddy, like, dude. It's been a long time since we all haven't been yeah, able to man. get together for a cast. It's been the at least Chetty. like six months or something like that. We love you, buddy. Yeah. Um, and I know you're gonna listen to this because I'm gonna send you this. Uh, and then uh, you reach, have no choice. Reach out to us, man. We're on Facebook. We're on, um, we're on all slash that shit. The Whiskey Reel. Email us, thewhiskeyreel at gmail.com. Oh, and by the Send way, us some love. And I'm going to let you guys know when we got that fucking Google voice number up and running. You're going to be able to I leave us want messages. Voicemails. And we're,
1: we're going to play it on air.
0: Yeah. In fact, I would even guarantee for the first month. If you all leave me as them. a voicemail, I'm all playing them. them all.
1: We're going to play them all sus- yeah. like So be, an asshole. Like, let be it an asshole. Be an
0: asshole. Because that's what we are. So. Tell,
1: tell Chud he's fat. Tell me I'm an asshole. Tell Bobby he sucks. Like, do all of that, and we're going to play it all on air.
0: And then one final call to action, rate and review. Give us a review. Drop on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And
1: something that I was, I was talking to somebody that listens on a regular basis, and thank you for listening, was... They don't even think about telling other people because it's so personal. Podcasts are very personal; like you almost feel like somebody's talking in your ear, in your car, at you, which is why it's so successful and things work really well. Please do us a favor if you think there's somebody, if you have a good friend that you like that are like-minded people, tell them about the podcast, man. Share this shit with them. Like I know it's you; and it's your like your brain, and we're talking right into your brain. I get it. That's awesome. Please tell your friend that you love to listen. You guys will get some fucking chuckles, dude, listening to us. And then this spins off into a whole alternate universe, dude. It's like the whole MCU goes yeah. into like, yeah, we're like the start of the MCU. Yeah. But it's a
0: dickhead universe. Right. But let's make it inclusive. Bring some friends in. Well, you know what I mean? How about gin? doesn't have to be a pri- private party. Gin inclusive, you know. Ah, oh, we drank some gin today. What was it again? The golden, the golden moon, dude. the golden moon gin. It's a great gin. You guys check it out. It's from Golden, Colorado. That shit is dope. Local ingredients, really, really nice. Dope as fuck. Um, we fucking love you guys. That's a wrap on the real, yeah, dog. And that is not a wrap on the handsome boys forever. This is just, uh, you know, not gonna happen all the time. But this
1: part, un,
0: yeah, part oon of the handsome boy takeover, yeah, dog. um,
1: if you like it, let us know. If you hate
0: it, let us know. Faux show. Peace. Primer sucks.